Welcome to the Leadership Podcast, brought to you by LifeWest, the Chiropractic College. I'm your host, Dr. Ron Oberstein. And I'm your host, Dr. Mary Oberstein. And we're excited to have you join us as we bring special guests in the world of health, leadership, business success, and chiropractic. Our mission is to create a brighter future for humanity, and we are thrilled to walk this journey with you. Enjoy this episode, and thank you for being with us today. Well, hello, everybody. Dr. Ron Oberstein, president of Life Chiropractic College West, coming at you with another one of our Life West leadership lines, and I'm so excited to have you, and I am just as excited to have our guest today, Dr. Clint Steele. Hi, Clint. How are you doing, my man? I'm doing amazing. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it, Dr. Ron. Absolutely. And I think, you know, people probably know Clint, but if you don't, I just want to give you a hint about him. He is a 98 graduate of Logan, I'm sorry, 93 graduate of Logan uh, College of Chiropractic, um, practices in Maine, Portland, Maine, been there for 29 years, uh, been practicing 26 years. So we'll get into the story about that three-year gap, hopefully. Um doing some really cool stuff. You know, he's been involved in Maine, uh, the Chiropractic Association and things like that, uh, but doing really cool stuff with the brain. Uh, he's got a company called True Cairo. Their motto is pain to brain, meaning, you know, moving from pain-based models to brain-based models. And so we'll get into that and we'll talk about that stuff, um, but really, really, really cool stuff. So uh, Clint, we're going to dive in, man. You know, uh, you uh, we were just together in Boise, Idaho last weekend. And, uh, and I've known him. He's been in my president circle for years. He's been at the college. Um you know, he says that he's adopted, <laughs> that Life West adopted him, yeah. um, and we're happy to have him. Uh, but let's talk about this, Clint, because, you know, you talk about moving from the pain, you know, from the pain-based model, right? And I think that everybody, I mean, look, at even a vital, even a, you know, vitalistic principal chiropractor, you know, you get people coming with pain, you got to deal with it, obviously, but you want to be able to move them, right? And get them to the point where they're, where they're actually starting to understand chiropractic and nervous system and neurological balance and stuff. And, you know, you seem to have, um, have mastered that. So share a little bit about that. And let's, let's, let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, first off, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, and, and always great to spend time with you, man. I, uh, you know, any of your listeners that have had a chance to to spend time with you, man, we sit sit next to each other at, at dinner one night, and just you just have a great spirit, man. And I love what you're all about. So, first off, thank thank you, thank you for that, and and thank you for having me. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, this whole thing, you know, when I ask chiropractors, listen, what system ultimately is chiropractic about? You know, 99% of, the, of, of chiropractors say the brain and nervous system. And yet, you ask them what percentage of your patients are coming in to see you for pain. And, and again, majority of them say 99 to 5%, right? It's, yeah. So th- there's an incongruency there, right? We, we've got we've to change this model for sure. Yeah. And when you look at the model, I mean, listen, you're all over the country lecturing. You've got all kinds of conferences that you're doing, things like that. When you look at the model and you start seeing the pain model, right? Because obviously, you know, there, there's this perception out in the public around, you know, chiropractors or back doctors, right? You know, because we have yeah. a spine up or we have whatever. I mean, it'd be really different if we had a brain up, wouldn't it? You know, like a freaking well, huge Well, that's brain. what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do. In fact, I was just, I just did a post. For those of you that don't follow us in, in the, the Chiropractic Truth Tellers Facebook group, I just I just did a, a post because right now I'm traveling. You can see I'm in a hotel right right now in Burbank, California. I just left Boise, Idaho, right? And so I'm going through and I'm visiting brain-based chiropractic offices. And I just did a post today on 
on uh, on what does your office say to your to your practice members? Right. And so I'm posting pictures of, of, of these brain based docs that have things on the wall like, you know, a brain out of balance leads to a body out of balance or, you know, posters of brains instead of spines. Right. And so this is this is the incongruency. We're talking brain and nervous system, but we're showing spine. Right. There's an incongruency there. Right. They're a big one, a big one, you know, and and the, the conversation has come up for years, right? Like about where would BJ Palmer be right now, right? If he was like, you know, in chiropractic for 127 years, right? Kind of deal, you know, and I'm convinced he'd be in the brain. I'm convinced. And once again, I mean, we've got to correct the subluxation to allow the information from the brain to get down, but we've got to have this thing functioning at a level where, where we're, where we're just, you know, we're Ferraris and not like, you know, and not Yugos or, or, or even Corvettes, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'd rather be a Ferrari. Right. Absolutely. Well, it comes back to the safety pin cycle, right? Yeah. You know, you're talking about B- BJ and Didi and, and talking about the safety pin cycle. We can correct subluxations all we want. I'm totally, yeah, let's absolutely, let's do that. But if you don't correct what's going on in the brain at the same time, what's the output going to be? Yeah. Right. Same thing. If, if you, if you correct brain, but you're not correcting subluxation again, the safety pin cycle, but going back to what you said, doctor, uh, Dr. Ron was, um, you know, if 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 BJ were here today, and, and you can see 1920s, 1930s, his instrumentation that he was he was involved in at the time, I believe, okay, was trying to trying to measure brain and nervous system function. We didn't have we didn't have the ability at that point, but today we do. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I, I'm totally on board with you. I totally agree. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I think what people don't understand too, like you, you watch Heidi Havocs and, you know, you see her research and she's talking about, you know, adjusting the cervical spine, you know, increases the frontal cortex, you know, um, you know, it's not like you've got to work on the brain. There's certain things that probably need to be worked on, but just by correcting subluxations, you are influencing the brain. In fact, I will tell you this because, you know, I've got three daughters that are chiropractors and, and they, you know, when I was in school and I graduated a little bit before you, I graduated in 81, you know, we were told, you know, hard bone, soft nerve, you know, that kind of thing. And that was kind of the model that we were, that we we're running with. And the model that the students are running with right now has nothing to do with that. You know, it has yeah. to do with communication to the brain, um, you know, CSF flow to the brain because they see the nervous system contextually, not as the spine from Atlas down, but from, the cerebellum down, right? And I think there's a big shift that is happening, right? But those they're not the majority of chiropractors right now. Well, and I, and I think the shift needs to happen. You know, right now we've, we're pigeonholed and you see what's going on in Australia, you see what's going on right now in, in Canada, you know, parts mm-hmm. of Canada. We're, we're so pigeonholed right now on, you know, you can only take care of musculoskeletal issues. And, and the thing is, like you just said, doc, the chiropractic adjustment, you know, I, I speak to docs all the time. Well, yeah, I do some, I do some neurologically based stuff over here. And then I do my chiropractic guys. It's the same thing. Yeah. Right? You perform an adjustment. You're affecting brain function. Yeah. But the question is, do, is your intent to change brain function? Number one. And number two, does the patient know that? Right. And, that, and that's monitoring. Can you monitor it? And we'll get into that. Can you monitor oh. and actually see it objectively? Right. And it's not hard to do that. In fact, you know, I want to hear, we're going to t- teach what you're doing. I'll share with you later on what we've done, what, you know, Mar- Mary and I did in our practice for 20 something years, you know, when I started getting technology into the office. But let's talk about this before we move into that direction, because I do want to get into technology. I want to talk about the brain. I want to talk about objective findings, all that kind of stuff. You know, share your story. You know, you, you, you know, you got, you got out of school in 93, you practiced for how many years? 
17 years. Yeah. And then what happened? Seven, 17 years, you know, thinking, you know, when I opened my doors, you know, I thought, okay, man, I was going to crush it. I was going to conquer the world through chiropractic. Right. And I opened my doors. I had one patient my first six weeks mm-hmm. and a community that just want now, obviously, you know, things started happening, but I, I had people that just wanted me to take care of neck and low back pain. And an insurance model, I said, you can only take care of neck and low back pain. So 17 years go by and I, and I tried everything that I could to, to get the people to understand that this was about more, right? They'd leave after six, seven visits, their back pain was gone. They loved me, but I didn't love myself. And I'd be hold, holding on to the legs. Don't leave, don't leave. The, the good part is coming, right? The good part is still coming. And they'd be out. I had a PVA of 12, which as you know, is is not only a, a horrible business model, but a horrible healthcare model. Um, and, and so I quit. After 17 years, I said, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. That's not what I signed up for. I had 7,000 patient files after 17 years, and I still needed more new patients to pay the bills. Yeah. Like, like ludicrous, right? Yeah. So you were truly a pain-based practice, right? Yeah. Not because I wanted to be, but because that's what paid the bills. And that's the, and this is what I find with most stocks is they get into this system, if you will. Well, I've got to pay the bills. I just, I got a mortgage. I got a family I got to raise. And these people are coming in to get rid, to get rid of pack pain. So yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then, you know, they're out. And so I was constantly stressed. I used to have a full head of hair, right? So probably <laughs> play like you, but I was constantly looking for new patients, yeah. you know? And yeah, so I quit. Yeah, yeah. I said, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. I set out, uh, I was going to change the world in other ways. So we set a goal performing a million acts of kindness in one year. We actually hit 2.8 million acts of kindness in one year, which was amazing but it made zero money. And so I was broke. I didn't want to get back into chiropractic. And so I started selling Kirby vacuum cleaners door to door. Wow. How embarrassing was that, man? Wow. In Portland, in Portland, in Portland, Maine. Yeah. So did you, 7,000 files, you had to get a couple, couple of your, couple of those oh, yeah. files, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So I had, yeah. Family members and, and other people that knew I was a chiropractor saying, what, what the heck are you doing? Like what's yeah. going on? Right. And so I got a letter from my grandmother one day, my Christian grandmother is 85 years old, three pages long. I still have it to this day, basically saying, uh, and the line that, that resonates with me is you should be ashamed of yourself. And I'm ashamed of you for not living to your potential. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed. I was so upset with her. And I'm like, I, that's it. I like my relationship with my grandma is done. And like two days later, I'm like, you know what? No, she's right. And so I got back into chiropractic, but this time I, I changed the focus hundred percent brain-based instead of, instead of being pain-based. Right. So, so, so how'd you do that? What was that process like switching like that? Everything, everything changed. What came out of my mouth changed. First off, what had to change was up here, right? right? I had to surround myself with the research, you know, the brain-based research. I had to, I had to share, I had to, I had to surround myself with the testimonials that were brain-based that were not just pain-based, but I was seeing things like erectile dysfunction reversing, you know, seeing a chiropractor, anxiety reverse, like stuff I hadn't seen in 17 years. I've only seen neck and low back pain and an occasional headache. And so I surrounded myself with this stuff, with the science and the testimonials and other doctors that were more what I call brain-based. And so it changed in here. And then, so when I opened up, I had a thousand dollars to my name, 750 square foot office space. I went from zero to 500 patient visits a week in six months. Mm -hmm. I'd never seen more than 130 a week in my previous 17 years. And, uh, and it was all, it was all started here. And then it was what comes out of my mouth. I wasn't talking about pain. I was talking about the brain and nervous system. My care plans were, were designed around the brain and nervous system. My, uh, my assessments were designed around the brain and nervous system. It was no pain, you know, stuff in my walls, everything was, was directed around, improving brain and nervous system function. 
Right, right. And then from that, you developed, obviously, True Cairo, right, and, and movement, which we can get to later. But but talk about where you're at right now. So, so you know, when, and, and when we talk about brain function, right, we talked earlier about you have to measure it because we could just – it's the same thing, right? Oh, I feel better. Yep. You know, yep. does that mean you're truly better? You know, uh, oh, my, you know, I feel like I'm breathing better. What well, are you really breathing better or, or I'm thinking better? Or I'm clearer. But are is it really there? Right. You no. Know, and I'm not saying that they aren't or they are, but we need to have objective measures. We yep, need totally. to know that we know that we know not just the patient, but the chiropractor. Right. Practice member needs to see it also for the educational portion and also to know, hey, this is where you were and this is where you are. You know, talk about that, how you incorporated it and what you're doing with it. Well, to your point, though, real quick, you know, I, I come across docs all you know, we don't need research. We know chiropractic works. We don't need techno. We don't need to measure this. We know chiropractic works. I mean, come on. This is what's happening now in Australia and parts of Canada. Like this, this is old school stuff. Okay. We, we've got to move into the 21st century and we've got to measure it. And so what we do, we have instrumentation that actually measures the brain and nervous system during stress. So, so we talk about allostasis. You know, going back to what you said earlier, BJ would would be all about the brain. There's there's a a term that I love that was developed in the late 1980s. It's called allostasis. Mm -hmm. Most most chiropractors don't know what it means. They've never heard of it. But most docs know about homeostasis, right? Well, allostasis takes it to a new level. Allostasis is the ability for the brain and nervous system to maintain homeostasis during stress mm -hmm. and then during recovery. See, things change. Right. See, when I ask docs, you know, someone comes in, they've got a pulse of 66 beats per minute. Oh, they're good. Their heart health is good, right? But if the fire alarm goes off and their pulse doesn't go up, is that a problem? <laughs> okay, that's allostasis, right? And if it does go up, but then it doesn't come back down, is that a problem? That's right. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. brain and nervous system adapting, adaptability, right? And so that's that's what we do. Right. And when you talk about that, you know, you see that in, when you move from a pain, a pain brace based practice. Right. Um, all of a sudden, what we're talking about is really not so much. We always want to get the optimal potential, but it's also how do you adapt? You know, because people can walk in. I can, you know, listen, we used to do in the in our office, we did a ton of objective measures. And one thing we did was spirometry where we'd have them blow into a spirometer and we'd see where they were. And what we found was some of the top athletes, the marathon runners, you know, they couldn't, they, they had their lung, their, their lung capacity, vital lung capacity was really weak. And people who were like a hundred pounds overweight, you know, on, on sitting on the couch, eating bonbons, yo-hos and watching Oprah and the view all day, you know, they were like, you know, off the charts, but it didn't mean they were healthy. It's just one indicator, but then you'd see what would change over the course of four weeks of care. Not focused on spirometry, just focused on the nervous system, right? You know, brain and nervous system. And my gosh, you know, it's the changes that were there were just amazing. And I bring that up because we've got to have measures so that we can see that. And I know that, you know, you're doing that right now. So share with us some of the things you're doing. Well, one thing that we do is, is we have an instrument called the Neuroinfinity. And it measures seven different areas of physiologic function. You're talking about just one area, you know, lung capacity. But we measure heart rate variability. We measure heart rate, respiration rate, skin conductance, hand temperature, SCMG of the traps, while at the same time actually measuring EEG. Like this can be done right in the office, right? In a 12-minute assessment during four different stressors and four different recovery periods. And, that, and the reason that's important is because... You know, someone someone comes in, you know, I know a lot of HRV units out there right now, you, you you take an HRV for two or three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, but they're just sitting there relaxed. Right. 
Is that life? You know, that's not real life. What happens when this person is all of a sudden under stress? What happens if they're under, under emotional stress? What happens to their HRV? What happens when they're under a cognitive stress? What happens to their HRV? And what we find is it changes. Yeah. And yeah. so that's going to help us then develop a care plan that's going to improve the adaptability of the brain and nervous system and then be able to track it, which is which is important, right? You know, docs, docs say to me, listen, I've got something looking over my shoulder to make sure I am providing the right care for this patient. And that's important, especially when, you know, the first time I measured my wife, I, I have been I have been caring for her, her primary care, for, you know, provider for years. And and we did an actual test of her brain and nervous system. And I was blown away. I almost start crying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, holy yeah. cow, what have I been doing? That's right. And with objective measures, you can you can actually guide it. And I think the important thing, too, is this is that, you know, listen, I, I got an iWatch right, or whatever you call it, an Apple Watch. Right. You know, I switched over from uh, my, my wife had me wearing a whoop. That's what she wears. And I got off of that and I went to this thing. I wake up. I wake up. The first thing I look at is this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got an app now that it's that it talks to you, right? I wake up, I see how did I sleep? How was my HRV? How did I do? How was my 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 heart rate, you know, from when I went to bed? And what was my dip like? What's my SPO2? You know, and I want to know this stuff. Man, people do. Yeah. People do today. Everyone does. Come yep. on. It's yep. all we are an yep. information technology. You know, we are all we, this is what society is today. And it's just baffles me, you know, that people don't do this continually in their office. I mean, dude, we are setting up right now a technology, it's already set up, a technology room at the college. And every student will be going in there and learning this stuff, learning thermography, SCMG, you know, all these different things that we have in there, right? And then be able, then they have to use that in the health center with their patients, you know, and use yeah. it for re-exams. Yeah. I mean, but but it's it's really understanding Clint, have you seen this? Is there? Do you see that there's a fear with doctors trying to, you know, I- implement instrumentation because if it doesn't show changes, then they're worried what their patients are going to think. Is there a trend? Is that what you said? No. Do you, do you see that there's a? Is there a fear that that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Soon, as soon as I said, someone's looking over my shoulder. Some docs want that. Some docs would be like, no, I don't, I don't want that because I, you know, yeah, there's there's a fear about it, right? And so one of the things we do, you know, going back to technology, we've got uh, another technology that's six minutes, unattended, non-invasive technology that has, actually measures the prefrontal cortex. And you can actually measure this. We call it a brain score. You you can measure pre and post adjustment to see if you perform the right type of adjustment. In fact, we did some research in Boise when, when we were at the conference together. We probably had 30 or 40 uh, participants that got adjust uh, that had a brain score. They got adjusted. And they come back and they got another uh, brain score. And we found uh, the majority of those brain scores went up. But when the wrong type of adjustment was performed, their their brain score didn't go up, which is very interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, the thing is this, and I, I think that I think that our viewers need to know this. When you use technology like that or any kind of technology, if you don't get the change, the patients are not going to leave. They will. They want the change also. Totally. So it's like, okay, listen, I'm not blaming myself. I'm not blaming you. We just got to keep working at this. And we. And the other thing it does is it just reinforces how great chiropractic is. Oh man, because people I, get changes. You just sh- sent chills down down my arms. <laughs> Seriously, this is the power. This is the power of chiropractic. And I get up in in front of stages. You know, boys, you probably heard me like. I was screaming at the top of my lungs, man. People are dying right now because they don't know what we do. Yeah. And when you can show them that a chiropractic adjustment, a single chiropractic adjustment 
improves brain function, man. And they see their parents, you know, dying of Alzheimer's or dementia. And they see their kids struggling in school because of ADD and ADHD and focus problems. And they're like, holy cow, like this is powerful. I need, I need to get my kids in here. I need to get my parents in here. I need to get my siblings in here, right? This is what happens when people start moving from pain to brain. It opens up their whole world. You know, it, it, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you know, it's so cool, too, because you actually live the transformation. I mean, you know, you know, selling Kirby vacuum cleaners, you know, because you had a pain based practice that that and, and I'm going to contest something that you said. You said I didn't want it. You wanted it. That's what you had, man. <laughs> you know, you didn't do anything to change it back then. So 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 obviously, yeah, we always want something different. But but the bottom line was it's what you needed to do, I think, in order to be where you are now and teach well, and teach. Yeah hundreds and hundreds and thousands of chiropractors that there's another way to practice that you can objectify and that you can really take out and make something good with right and really make a difference in people's lives it's it's one of those things that you, when you're going through it it's like holy cow like what god why am i going through this man and i i have this saying now things are always working out for me right yeah. no matter what happens it's working out for my good for some reason and now I can look back and you're, you're totally right, man. Like there was, there was a purpose behind it. And now I know, yeah, and that's yeah. my mission, man, is, is to change and help chiropractors. I, doc, you know, more than I do probably that there's, there's docs out there struggling that they don't need to be struggling, man. Mm -hmm. Like this is what we have is so amazing. And there's no reason any chiropractor needs to be struggling right now. Yeah, absolutely. And especially today especially today, you know, from everything we know about the brain, everything we know about the nervous system, you know, what drives me crazy is that when we're still doing research on low back pain or still doing research on, you know, tissue stuff, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. All of our research should be focused on immune system response, should be focused on, you know, uh, all these, you know, brain function, you know, everything that we're doing at the college, we're only doing biomarker research. That's it. Like we do we're doing HRV research, you know, we're, we're moving. I think they're, they want to move into a sleep study showing chiropractic and sleep. All the things that we can prove objectively with biomarkers that show that there's a physiological change in the body. As soon as our India clinic opens up, we're looking to do immunoglobulin A studies where we're going to take, they're going to, we have a, awesome. we have a medical clinic next door. So they'll draw blood out of the patient. The osteopaths did this, draw blood of a patient, and then they go and get adjusted, come back and draw blood out of them again. And they can see the change in the immunoglobulin A, which shows that there is a direct effect on the immune system, right? And the the, the osteopaths did this years ago, and they showed a change right after a manipulation, an osteopathic, but they never took it further. I want to take it to one week, three yeah, weeks, totally. six weeks, you know, six months, and to be able to see that. And, you know, I love it because we should be monitoring the brain also. This is such great stuff it's this, is, this is why i love you man this is why i love you buddy you, you just like charge me up man like slow oh, let's go right <laughs> well if you walked in my office 25 years ago you would have saw you would have been on uh you know, of course you would have had an emg thermography a uh, bilateral scales computerized uh um you know everything was just computerized right but the coolest thing we had was called i gotta think of what it was called because it's, it's it was called medot tech it was made out of israel uh and um I saw it in Barcelona, Spain at Mark Hudson's program there. And it was just amazing. The guy ended up coming to his son ended up becoming a chiropractor, you know, because because he was at the chiropractic conference. Neurologists used it. You stood on it and measured your sway patterns, right? What stood on it, eyes open, eyes closed, one leg, eyes open, you know, the other leg, eyes open, the one leg, eyes closed, other leg. And it just showed people that your brain 
how your brain is communicating, you know, down to down your spinal cord, your feet back up, and what your risk of fall is. They use it, neurologists use it like that, but we use it to be able to show, look and see what your nervous system is doing. Yeah, totally. And under care, they would just boom, yeah. get like this, yeah. not overnight, but that's what also told them they need care. You know, you yeah, can't totally. change these things, you know, uh, you know, overnight like that. It's just not going to happen. Pro football players come in and just say, can I get tested? Can I, I want to get, just wait. Your exam's going to be in three weeks, you know, kind of thing. It's just yeah. incredible. But everybody wanted it to is. know. People, people want to know. Well, we get, we get lines. I mean, you saw in Boise, we get lines and people want to know their brain score. Yeah. Same thing with patients. Patients want to know their brain score. And then there's a competition. Their their spouses want to come in, or their kids, or their siblings, yeah. or coworkers want to come in. I want to see what my brain score is too. But you you touched on something, Ron. Um, you know, and I, I had an interview with Dr. Mo- Michael Longyear uh, the other day uh, from Life. Just an amazing chiropractor. But he's he's like, we're this close, right? We're this close because we're measuring SCMG. We're measuring you know bilateral way scales. We're, we're we're doing this stuff, but. Are we bringing it back to the brain and nervous system? Yeah. Or do people just think, you know, my, one leg's bigger than the other, so that's why my 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 scale, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're yeah. just we're just missing it by that much. We just need that little extra to actually measure the brain and nervous system to tie this all together, whether it's x-rays, rolling thermal, bilateral weight scales, posture, whatever it is. When these all improve, we know brain function is improving. Now, if we can actually measure the brain. And tie it all together, man. It's it's a home run. It is. It is a home run. I love what you're doing, man. And thank you for being the warrior out there, you know, taking this to every stage and being able to share that because it's incredible. We're winding down. I just want to ask you a quick question because, I, you know, obviously, you know, we'll say that you're over on the, you know, the dark side. Now you're on the light or the force or whatever you want to call it, you know, in the in the path you're traveling, you know, and I don't think that 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 docs who are in the pain model understand how heavy it is on their on their own system you know and how you know they they can see 20 people a day or or 15 people a day and be exhausted and they look Mm -hmm. across the street there's someone seeing a bunch of people a day and they get out of the office ready to go and excited right because it's the it's what's happening up here right like what are we focusing on and i do know when we focus on pain all day it, it it takes something out of us, you know, oh, it's, it, it, it really does, you know, and you went through it. Now you're on the whole opposite side where, where it's, you know, it's more about, you know, people just improving their health, improving their lives and seeing it visually. What's your vision? You know, what, what, what would you like to see for chiropractic in, in, you know, 20, 30 years, like your 10 years, I don't, it doesn't matter, but what's your vision on, on where you see us moving or, or just what, what Clint's hallucination is. My hallucination is that, that the world the world hears the word chiropractor, and instead of thinking spine doctors or back pain doctors, they're thinking brain and nervous system doctors, right? This is where I need to go to begin with instead of surgery or medication. I need to get the foundation of my health taken care of first before I before I address anything else. You ask, you ask patients, what coordinates every function in your entire body? 95% of them are going to say the brain and nervous system. Mm-hmm. And so why are we not starting with that? Let's get the let's get the world to understand that the brain and nervous system is the foundation of health and the the, the specialists when it comes to the brain and nervous system are chiropractors. Absolutely. That's, that's my hallucination. I love it, man. And what that means is we just got to do a mental enema. <laughs> we just oh. got to flush that thing once, get it through oh. the chiropractors. And the next thing you know, now we can start talking because the truth is 
It's what we work with. And Clint, I, I appreciate you so much, man. I appreciate you're a road warrior right now. You're all over the place. You know, you're just in Boise. I think you're in Denver and then you're that, you know, now you're in wherever, you know, Southern Cal. And I don't know where you're going next, but because uh, when you get back to Maine, it's hard to get out. I know that you got people waiting <laughs> to see you and, uh, you know, and Maine's going to the winter's coming there. But I want to just say thank you, man. Thank you for all you're doing for chiropractic. Thank you for not quitting, not giving up on chiropractic. You know, uh, chiropractic never gave up on you. And uh, and thank you for 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 taking the message that you're doing now and being able to transform the lives of chiropractors, but also transform the lives of the thousands and thousands of people that they will see and then that they those people will tell. So it's, you know, BJ said it, you never know how far reaching something you may say, think or do today can affect the lives of millions tomorrow. And it's really what it's about. So stay on the road. Keep doing that. Stay in your hotel. And I appreciate you, brother. Doing a great job. Absolutely. And to our viewers, thank you. Thank you for hanging in. You know, um, you'll see a bunch of links that were on the bottom. You know, just go to those links, man, and check out, you know, what Dr. Clint's up to, where you can find out better information on brain-based, you know, chiropractic. And, and, um, you know, I think the bigger thing, I think the takeaway for me just today, and I hope you got the same thing, was that we can always do better. You know, always, no matter where we are right now, you know, you can always, always do better. So, so keep looking at ways to improve, keep looking at ways of bringing more things into your office that you can use so that you can use for yourself to know that what you're doing is working phenomenally and your patients get the benefit of watching it also so that they can see how their bodies are changing too. Cause chiropractic works 100% of the time, right? Sometimes we don't, the chiropractor, but chiropractic works and, and never worry about if I get it. If get this equipment i can't use it because it's not going to show changes it will and you will get better at what you do so i love and appreciate you you know we drop these leadership lines every other week the opposite weeks we do the life by life west uh with myself and my wife dr mary um join in on those thank you for sharing these share this with someone i guarantee you there's someone in your sphere who's thinking about quitting you don't know it but they're thinking about quitting so just share it okay and and you know we got to we we're growing this army of chiropractors and uh and we're all part of it and we can really take health out to the world um i'll be back at you again next week with another episode uh we love and appreciate you these are also now podcasts so you'll be able to catch them on my podcast which will be down at the bottom of the screen and we just love and appreciate you keep yourself going and uh until we see you next time take care of the ones you love but most of all take care of yourself talk to you later bye bye Thank you for joining us today and for the love, commitment, and passion you emanate every day. Together, we know we will make this world a better place.